Well, welcome everybody to this episode of the Doctrine Matters podcast. This is just going to be an episode that's going to air on YouTube. You will likely not find this on the audio version, but there's something that I believe that we need to talk about as believers, something that you need to understand, something that many people need to understand, but it seems to be going unchecked and unnoticed in our world today. Not only in our world, this same thing happens to be happening inside Christian circles. Welcome to the Doctrine Matters Podcast, a tool to help believers rediscover true biblical doctrine and to help them understand and live out their faith in their homes, in their churches, and in their communities. Thank you for listening to this episode. Let's get right to it. Uh, Let's talk about first, let's talk about Israel. Now, let me just say this. I'm going to say this briefly about Israel and then talk about something that happened with Israel and then the rest of the world as they followed suit. First, let me say this about Israel. I don't believe that what is happening in Israel is any sort of biblical prophecy that is being fulfilled that we see in the Old Testament. Are there some sort of prophecies that could be being fulfilled That is yet to be determined. As Todd Friel says, prophecy fulfilled is best understood looking back. So we won't know if this is any sort of prophecy. So I don't think I would put the the thing going on in Israel as just prophecy being fulfilled. Uh, I do believe that what's happening in Israel is atrocious. I do believe Hamas is a terrorist group that should be condemned and should be something done about their behavior. I believe this is a just war situation. I'm not going to go into detail about just war situations and just war. You can look that up and decide for yourself, but I do think this is um, one of those just war situations. However, I don't think it's some sort of prophecy being fulfilled. I'm I'm not sure that Christ is going to uh, open the skies in a matter of days just to, to come back. Could he? Yes, but I believe more than anything, these are birth pains that we see in the scriptures, that the Bible talks about birth pains before uh, Jesus comes back. So we are experiencing birth pains right now, and we have been experiencing birth pains for years and years and years, so these are just added birth pains. And as you know, when a woman goes into labor, those birth pains actually, and those contractions cause her to dilate, and ultimately that baby will appear once she's fully dilated and fully effaced. I'm not trying to go off anatomy and physiology on you right now, but that's just how it works. I've had four kids. I've heard it all. So uh, I do believe we're getting closer and closer. How close? Don't know. Uh, That's only uh, for that day to come. Whenever it will happen, it'll happen. So uh, Bible prophecy being fulfilled? Probably not. Uh, Birthing pains? Absolutely. This is birthing pains that are leading at some point to Christ's return. So Let's talk about really what's going on or what something that's happened in Israel. And then let's tie that in with the Bible and not in a prophetic way. We're not doing that, but I want to show you something. So uh, the other day there was a hospital that was bombed or a rocket hit it to be exact. So once this hospital was hit with this rocket, Israel said it wasn't us that did it. It was Gaza. And Gaza says uh, it wasn't us. It was Israel. So you've got fingers pointing back and forth. 
So then from the narrative of really he said, she said, or he did it, they did it, whoever did it, from that narrative, you get a blown up narrative of death tolls and destruction and things like that. So before the facts truly came out, there was already this narrative that Israel bombed a hospital and killed 500 and even upwards of 500 people. And the world went nuts. There are people calling for Israel, uh, for the death of Israel. For They're calling for Palestine to be exalted. And they're uh, calling for Hamas to be exalted. They're saying that Hamas is not a terrorist group, which it is. Uh, and they're saying that uh, they're just misunderstood. No, they're a terrorist group. And quite frankly, I think we funded them. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, we can talk politics some other time and, and talk about that. But either way, here's the deal. The narrative went out that Israel bombed a hospital, killed women, children, and, and all types of people. So much destruction at this hospital. And the the media ran with it. Senators, Congress, people in Congress, all sorts of people ran with it saying Israel did this, Israel did this, Israel did this. Now, a day later, 24 hours later, the facts start to emerge. So people are looking at Israel like, oh, how could they bomb a hospital? What the, how terrible? Well, the, the video footage, and video footage, mind you, and all of the other things, all of the other uh, witnesses and, 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 and evidences that are coming to light, and the video proof in and of itself was enough to show that Israel did not bomb a hospital. There is video evidence showing the rocket leave Gaza, and it was a one of those wayward rockets. You know, they're making them in a, in a bathroom somewhere, and this rocket missed its target, just went wayward. It's, it just did not land where it was meant to land. A wayward rocket that hit a hospital. But get this, it did not hit the hospital. It hit the parking lot. So there was not 500 people in this parking lot. So there was not 500 people killed. Yes, there were some cars tore up, some things in the parking lot messed up, but the hospital itself was not hit. Israel did not do it. Gaza did it. But because the first thing that came out, that was the narrative, and people ran with it and believed it. But wait, when the evidence comes out, now most people, I'll say most because there's some that still have their tweets up about it. Most people recanted. They they redacted their statements. They they took off their social media posts about it. They stopped talking about it because they realized they listened to the wrong people. They believed false information and therefore were what we like to say left with egg on their face. They were not correct in what they were parroting, if you will. So they heard one thing and then they believed it and then they had to redact their statements. So let's take this into the Christian world. Let's bring this into uh, the world of Christendom and let's think about this because people that are in Christ, professing believers, do the same thing. Now, there is a very popular passage of Scripture, and if you don't know it, I'm, I'm getting ready to read it to you. And yes, I say read it to you because I'm actually fixing to be stopped and I have my Bible 
right here in the passenger side. Trusty, trusty companion there riding shotgun. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 17. The one who states his case first seems right until the other comes and examines him. Sound familiar? Sounds like what happened in Israel. They, 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 the case that was stated seemed right until the evidence began to come out and that statement be examined only to be found not true. There are people in the church world that do this very thing every single day. They will hear lies about someone, about pastors, about church leaders, about teachers in the church, about just regular church members in the church. They will hear lies about these people. They will hear lies about the church, and they will believe it to be the gospel truth. And from there, they will begin to tell other people the same lies they heard, so basically, you've got a bunch of slander and, and false information, false accusations going out there, lying tongues all over the place because the case that was stated first seems right. We seem to be a people in our world and in our culture that do not want to do our due diligence in seeking out the truth. Now, I've had this very thing happen in my life, but those who actually care about the truth and want to know the truth have sought out the truth and they know the truth when things like this have happened. There are others still who just listen to what they hear the first time and they go with it, which is very sad because the Bible warns us not to do these things. Now, here's the problem with that. When you hear false information, first of all, it is um, bearing a false witness against someone. It is a lie. And if you were to look at Proverbs chapter 16, you see that there are some things that God absolutely hates. Two of those things are this. One, a lying tongue. Those who bear false witness, those who tell lies, God hates those people that do that continually and over and over and over. So we must be careful that the information that we hear, we don't just immediately take as the gospel truth because it very well could be a lie. Just like this whole Israel and the hospital bombing thing that turned out to be Gaza. You see, it's just the kind of world we live in. We must do the due diligence to seek out the truth because the truth matters. You may say, well, if I hear something, it doesn't really concern me or pertain to me. Yeah, that's fine. You don't have to seek out the truth if you don't want to, but you don't necessarily have to believe what you've heard. Just take it with a grain of salt, move on, and don't repeat anything you've heard. But those who continue to breathe falsehoods and breathe out lies... And then it just gets trickled down like the telephone game. One thing gets led to another. There's all sorts of false information out there. People are just breathing lies and they think they're breathing the truth, but they're truly lying because they don't know the truth because they haven't investigated to understand if they are speaking the truth or not. Therefore, they're lying, which makes them breathing out lies and God hates a lying tongue. What else does he hate? Those who sow discord among brothers. Within the church, within Christendom, within professing Christians, this happens all the time. It's gossip, it's slander, it's all sorts of things, and it sows discord. It really does. There is a lot of division that is created off of someone's lack of knowledge of the truth that could be prevented if they would actually know and understand and get to the bottom of the truth instead of continually just parroting what other people say. That's where you get into the danger of this thing. So here is my call to all of you who profess Christ is stop believing everything you hear. 
Stop believing everything you hear about a church, about a pastor, about other pastors in that church, about teachers in that church, or even members of that church. If you don't know the truth and you want to know the truth, if you want to know if what you heard is true, I guarantee you, you could reach out to a leader, a pastor, someone in that church and say, hey, here's what I heard. Is this true? Is this right? Uh, And I don't understand. If it is, just help me understand why. If it's not true, help me understand why it's not true. And uh, the world would be a much better place. Um, I think, though, that we see uh, jealousy as a root of these things that cause people to lie, cheat, and steal, and and just defame and uh, talk about folks. There's a lot of underlying things, pride, uh, arrogance, jealousy, uh, just a lot of things, nasty things that the Bible tells us that we should not have in our lives. So take what has happened in Israel with this bombing of the hospital, which was just a parking lot done by Gaza, not Israel, and take that into your everyday life as a believer. Make sure that if you hear something, don't repeat it if you don't know if it's true or not. And if you want to know if it's true or not, do the due diligence to find out whether what you've just heard is true or not. And then, if it matters to you, should you repeat what you heard, whether you find out if it's true or untrue. I guarantee you, though, if you find out something you've heard is untrue, you probably should do your best every time you hear somebody speaking against it. Tell them that you have done your due diligence. You know what the truth is. You you know what you believe the truth is. And encourage people to find that same truth for themselves. So, uh, very, very interesting thing that we should be doing as believers, and that is speaking and communicating with one another, not just taking each other's word for it. So uh, I'm kind of glad that, well, I'm not glad because in the process, it's in the middle of war, although I think this war is necessary, but we can talk about that another time. Um, But I think seeing this happened has been a perfect opportunity to bring forth this passage of Scripture in Proverbs 18, verse 17. So do your due diligence. Know that what you're hearing is either true or false, or it could be somewhere in the middle. Some of it could be true, some of it could be false. If it matters, find out the truth from both parties, both sides, listen to both sides, and and prayerfully make your decision off what you believe to be true. I believe the Holy Spirit would reveal exactly what is true to you, and you will begin to see the motives that are behind some people's thoughts and some people's actions. So uh, we know that there is uh, a lot of emotion and actions. People have ulterior motives within war in Israel and Gaza right now. So the same could be said with us as Christians and professing believers in the 21st century. There's many people with ulterior motives. So um, just be careful what you listen to. Be careful what you say and make sure that you don't fall into the trap of being someone who God hates by a lying tongue or sowing discord among the brothers. I hope this little uh, talk or whatever this is, this little drive time thing here, just sharing some thoughts that have been on my mind the last couple of days has been encouraging to you. I hope it's been challenging to you. And uh, I'd love to hear your comments. Love to hear what you think about this certain situation, whether it be Israel or whether it be uh, what we've just talked about from Proverbs 18, 17 and Proverbs chapter six. Uh, So I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, God bless. And again, This may not be on audio, but I may go ahead and put it on there anyway because I think this is important enough for everybody that professes to be a Christian to hear. So it might just go on audio as well. Uh, 
just going to do a little video here, but I think we'll do video and audio both. So I hope it's encouraging you. I hope you all have a great weekend. It's Friday where I'm at and uh, at the time of this video, and we're looking forward to a good weekend, and I hope you do too. And until next time, God bless.